0: Love, talk Radio. are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil morning show with your host Nadia Khalil good morning everybody and welcome to today's show today is the 25th of February the last week we're on I guess in By Friday, we'll be on March 1st already, so it's a Monday morning, and what a great way to start Monday by talking about why motivation is so hard to come by. Um, One of the interesting facts about Mondays, and and this is an old fact, and I I don't know if it's true any longer in terms of stats, but they were saying that the highest number of heart attacks were on Monday morning at 10 o'clock, that stress started on Sunday around four in the afternoon when people knew they were gearing up for another week. And a lot of reasons for that is because of being behind yourself instead of ahead of yourself and feeling like that overwhelming feeling and and just the motivation to get up and start the week wasn't there. Motivation a lot because people always ask me, why can't I get started? Why can't I do what I want to do? with myself. It's myself. How could I not want to do what works? And that's something to really think about. Why can't we? So I posed that question. And I got this comment on Facebook from Hearts on Fire, which is Wilma. And she says, motivation is hard to come by. Why is that? I have had to watch the video of Arthur Man every day to get me going. And one thing he said that got me totally moving is just because I can't do it today, it doesn't mean I can't do it tomorrow. Simple words, but with a lot of impact because it gives you space to grow. And then she said, at least to me. So then I added, why? what are ways to get yourself, why is it harder at times than other times? And what goes on in our heads that either holds us in place or sets us on track. And so I pose that question, obviously, to Christ, because there's always something that it's not that I didn't think of, it's how I think of it. And I couldn't even get to thinking of it the way we need to, to get ourselves going. But I did notice that I've always found something to motivate myself, and the way I did it was looking out to the results, like, wow, if I start today, in a month, in two months, in three months, I will get here, and initially, that process made me feel like, God, that's going to take forever, and then I realized that I never started, so it never happened. But if I just started, it wouldn't take forever. It would only take a month or two months or three months. So her quote about if you just because you can't do it today doesn't mean you can't do it tomorrow. But just because the results won't be today, it doesn't mean you don't start. So I thought, but okay, that's easy to say. That's overwhelming to some people to hear. So when you ask Christ a question, Careful of the answer because this is what I got back today. Motivation starts with self-worth. You have to feel deserving of the outcome. Think about that for a minute. Why don't we do what's good for us? Because we have to feel we deserve the outcome, that we can handle the outcome. Everything goes back to truth, love, or purity. And self-worth is really understanding that loving yourself boils down to the energy you have towards yourself. How do you feel about you? Are you worth? getting what you really want. Anything from a healthy body, eating well, to starting a project you've wanted to start, working a job you really know you can do, but you feel like, wow, I don't have experience. Because all the rules that we have had are breaking. People are open to each other's gifts. And we understand that if you have a gift in something, your passion is behind it. And that passion, nobody can compete with because they don't need to compete with it. It's your passion. So then I got a glimpse of something that to me when I was working as a salesperson, and I will never forget, you know, I was knocking on doors of companies and I would go in and go out. And some of the companies I knew, once I got there six times, they would end up doing business with me. Because by the sixth time, they feel like I worked there. I'm there. And, and sometimes the gatekeepers would be a little callous. And they'd say to me, well, you know, there's five of you that came by today or, or four of you that came by today. Everybody's coming in with their little pamphlets and whatever. And, I said, oh, wow, that's great. That means that there's a lot of people offering you this service. And what I used to offer people were employees, temporary employees. So I would be the one that went out and found the companies for them to send the temporary employees to. And it was an employment agency. And ironically, I got my job by going to them to help me find a permanent job, not realizing other jobs were temporary and I didn't want a temporary job. So anyways, I got hired with them and they took a chance on me since I had no industry experience and all of that. And I remember saying to them, if in three months this doesn't work and I can't, I can't take on the job, I obviously will not be able to make enough income since part of this is commission to raise my family because I was a single mom. So if this doesn't work out, don't worry about firing me. I'll fire myself. And on that premise, I got the job. Well, now I'm going to companies and they're, you know, kind of putting you down for walking door to door and coming in. And people think, you know, oh, this is another salesperson. And I started to take on that persona of people saying that to me, that, wow, I'm just another salesperson. So then one day I walk into a company and a girl said it to me. And she was younger than I was, probably didn't have children yet and all of that. And yet she felt it was okay to <laughs> to say something to me that wasn't that cool to hear. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but, like, you know, you're the fourth person or fifth person who stopped by today, and I'm just going to put it in this pile. And I said to her, well, how many times have you seen them? And she said, well, I don't really know. And I said, well, the difference between them and me is that I really love my job. They're not my competition. And sure enough, she saw me a second time, a third time, a fourth time, a fifth time, a sixth time. And by then, I don't know if they feel sorry for you or they just get to know you and like you or whatever it is that happens. I would end up getting to the decision maker in the company. But she could have shot me down that first time and I could have never gone back and maybe put a mark on my little list that, oh, don't go back. They're not going to care. They're not going to do business. And I could have taken on that assumption. But I didn't because I knew in my heart when we get used to each other and we get to know each other, that changes things. That's, that's a game changer. We start to inspire each other. We start to say things to each other that makes sense. We start to look forward to seeing each other, and all of that happened Because somewhere in there, I believed I was worth that business. I never thought of it that way at the time. But now when I look back, I believed I was worth it. And I had to raise my family. I was deserving of that outcome. Now, there were other parts of my life where that wasn't true. What I thought I was deserving of, let's say, in a relationship, standards of what that even meant weren't even there. It was like I was underdeveloped in that area because you can't read people, but what we want, the motivation for wanting it is different because we all have different markers in us that draw us to other people. And depending on how far we're growing inside or how many times we've been able to see things and how we deal with endings and how we deal with beginnings and the whole thing that comes with that, we all are like brand new every time. So you have to ask yourself, A question, being motivated, is what outcome am I deserving of? Because if you can answer that particular question, you will know what to look for and the motivation will come. If you say, instead of saying, I want to lose weight, that's like a big question mark. Well, how much weight do you want to lose? How long is it going to take you? Because... When you want to lose weight, it's going to take time and you have to have that foresight or you're going to break it down pretty early on. But let's say you say, I want to lose weight in six months. I want to lose 10 pounds in six months. Totally realistic. And if you do it in six months, your chances of keeping it off are going to be a lot higher. So when you give yourself that time and that space, exactly like what she said with the quote, just because I can't do it today, it doesn't mean I can't do it tomorrow. But always say, if I start today, tomorrow I will be on my way. And then you start to learn process and then patience comes in. And patience is the difference between doing something or not. Patience knowing that you are on your way to something takes everything in your life and gives it order. And that in itself is also motivation. Because the bottom line of motivation is action. You cannot sit down and wait for motivation to come and just hit you upside the head and say, I'm here. Look, now you can do all this stuff. In truth, it's like you start doing the stuff, and the motivation is a natural happening, prizes you. And then you're like, hey, I like the way this feels. Kind of a new feeling. I'm not used to listening to myself. Think about that. Because we were taught to be one of the crowd. You can start a conversation with anyone, by saying, God, I was going to do that. I just couldn't get started. Yeah, I know what you mean. I tried to do this and I couldn't get started. Yeah, well, you know, that's just the way life is. If you hear yourself saying that and you hear someone around you agreeing with that, you need to ask yourself why. One, you needed to say it, and two, why you're hanging around with someone who agrees with that. Because now that just reinforced you. I remember a situation where I was sitting at a table of eight women around. um, It was a luncheon for my kids' school, and it was like a PTA event, and we were all sitting there, and most of them were at-home moms. I wasn't because I was a single mom. But the others were at-home moms, and some of them used to work before, and some of them just got married young and, you know, had big enough job in itself. But we were talking, and everyone was talking about their kids and what their husbands are doing and, you know, projects they're doing. And I just, you know, mentioned, this is before any book was published, that I was writing a book. And. One of the ladies said to me, wow, well, I have a pipe dream, too, and I want to make CDs for kids. And she was telling me about it, and I thought, a pipe dream, too. And because English is my second language, I thought, well, that didn't sound very positive, but what exactly is a pipe dream? And basically, it's something that's so narrow that it has a high chance of not happening and a smaller chance of happening if it happens. So then I was like, hey, wait a minute, that's not cool. And I thought to myself, well, table, but I'm sitting at the wrong table instead of what's wrong with me and start attacking my self-worth. Who do I think I am to write a book? And people will do that because I almost did. But instead I questioned my environment as opposed to myself, which was, a huge awakening in my mind. And I realized I wanted to be, needed to be, who had a greater sense of motivation to take on things that are actually so possible. But we were taught to have a commonality of not doing things rather than doing them. That's why the people who've actually done certain things stick out because they had to break a lot of barriers, mental barriers that we were taught on our way to doing these things. It's an interesting thing, but starters can be different, and they will teach you who is around you and who isn't, it's not that someone is good or bad, but if you have in your mind to do things, you definitely need to take that motivation you have and let it be in an area of people who know how to do what it is you're looking to do. I, I knew when I did the first book, we did it ourselves. And when we did it, it looked like a first book. And had I not thought bigger, that would have been my only book. And I would have said, yeah, well, you know, I wrote this book and put it out there. But then I said, wait a minute. That was my first try. Let me do it right this time. And I started looking for people who did that work. And I was able to put out a book, book, one that had all the right stuff that it needed to have for it to exist. The way it did. It cost a lot more money. It was a lot more work. I cried myself to sleep at night at times, but it never stopped the motivation. I just kept trying to find another way to get what it was I needed because I figured I'm not the only person who ever wrote a book. People wrote books. How did they get it done? What kind of books did they get done? And the questions, the striving, the striving, just all got put in motion. Life got put in motion. And just because life is in motion, it doesn't mean that the answers just walk up at your door and knock and say, hello, I'm the answer to your question. What really happens is you start finding the questions that you need answered, and then you have to look for the answer And then you find another question, and it keeps taking you until whatever you were motivated to do is found or done. If you want to exercise, don't think about it. Just start doing it. Get dressed for it. Put your gym shoes on. Put the clothes you need to wear on. Get ready. Because once you're dressed, all you have to do is go. I never met anyone at a gym who said, wow, couldn't wait to get here this morning. But I've seen them leave, and they're pretty darn happy when they leave because they've started something and finished something. It's that sense of completion. And once you are motivated to do that one thing, what happens to your brain is now you have a sense of completion. Okay, what else can I finish today? What else can I start today? What else can I do today? And it is a domino effect. Motivation starts by doing. Doing comes from you believing, believing you deserve the outcome. You deserve the outcome. And we earn the outcome by doing the things that start us. If you want to eat better, start with your next meal. Don't wait and say, oh, well, I still have this kind of stuff in the house, and I'll eat it, and then I'll start, because you won't. you go to the store, and you'll buy the same stuff because you don't know what else to buy. You haven't thought it through. But motivation starts in your mind that says, hey, I can make today different. I can. Why can't I? And if you start to hear, well, I'll put this off, Call yourself out. In the beginning, you'll have to do it a lot. But after a while, it will be who you are, and it is possible. I remember days where I was at which end, say to myself, okay, I'm at which end. That's what this looks like. Not crazy about feeling like this, but the answer will come. And in the meantime, I'll go for a walk. In the meantime, I'll watch a movie that actually inspires me. Not one where people are desolate and not feeling good and don't accomplish, but something where the endings are happy, where my energy stays in that place. Be really careful, really careful about what you allow to take up your thinking space. Really pay attention to what you put in, what you allow in, what you watch, what you read, what you hear. It's not like you have to control it. Just be careful what you invite in. Like here you are, you're alone, you have two days or a whole day to yourself. What are you going to allow? What are you going to invite to come into your mind? And be a part of who you are today. Invitation only. Nothing just walks into your head. But why do you choose the things you choose that become the things you think about, that become the things that you do, that become what's in your life? Because it is a choice. It doesn't have to be a good or bad choice. It's just your choice and if you are making those choices out of all the things you could have chosen out of the billions of areas your brain could go why what you're saying why are you wearing what you're wearing why are you going where you're going and i used to accept but i have to do this and i have to do that i used to accept that as an answer from myself from my kids. And then after a while, I said, you don't have to do that. It becomes a have to because of a decision you made before that. That that's what you wanted to do. I remember when my daughter was in high school on Friday night and then not tell me what you did and then suffer the consequences of it and then not tell me that. I have to do that. You can make different choices for Friday night. You can make different choices of who you're with. And some of those things we have to learn the hard way. And it was hard. It was hard for her. It was hard for me. But we made it through that because I didn't stop being involved. Because when you're younger, this is when you're taught these things. Do you deserve The outcomes. Even though I didn't think of it that way at the time, I knew that we were better than the choices we were making. I just didn't know how to get there. And the way to get there is to put your life in motion. Tell yourself, I deserve to lose weight. I deserve to exercise. I deserve to read that book. I deserve to watch that movie. I deserve to work that job. I deserve a great partner. I deserve that. And I know it exists. Everything exists. Whatever it is you think about, if you can think it, it exists somewhere on this earth. And when you start to look for it, you will be shocked at the plethora of information that exists around that thought. And with Google now, my God, you don't even have to waste time thinking about it. You can find that information immediately. But really read it. Really study. Be a student. We want everything so fast. We want life to give us answers, answers, answers to the point where we don't even ask questions anymore. We just think and then just say, okay, did this work or didn't it? And within 30 seconds, it's over. But every picture, every painting is one stroke at a time. Everything you do in your life is a million baby steps. Every person you know, you get to know one day at a time. And when you meet people brand new, time will give you the answers with them. You guys will know if it's something that belongs to both of you or not. We're so invested in the outcome that we don't care how we get there, but how we got there affects us greatly. And now that we know that, how we get there is more important than the outcome because the outcome will be what it needs to be based on how we got there. There's a lot of ways to get a lot of money. And some of those ways aren't very good. And other ways are great ways to get money. So decide how you would make money. Decide how you will exercise. There's a million ways to do it. The only way I can get myself to keep going back is to choose only the things I love doing. Because the important thing is actually doing them. It doesn't actually matter what. But the regularity of doing them is what your body needs. So when people start showing me really weird stuff and I need weird weird equipment for it, I don't choose those because I'm not home a lot. So I have to be able to do things that I can do anywhere so that I can stay consistent. So that was my goal. That's how I chose what I chose to do. The way I eat, it has to be food I can find everywhere. I can't have such a specific diet that if I'm not home, I can't eat it, and then I'm like a yo-yo going all the way one way one day and going all the way the other way the other day and my body getting all confused. In your life, think through a day where, say, a year from now, I will be eating like this, working out like this, working like this with a partner who is, a certain way. And if you already are in a relationship, you say, I am going to be more patient because that will change your relationship in a year because I have this time into being more patient as a person. The motivation is deserving of the outcome. It's only hard to come by because we didn't know that before this show. But now we know that. So ask yourself Am I deserving of the outcome that I want? And that will start your journey in that direction. About Marco, Marco is still with us. He is off of medication, he is resting. His brother is with him. And he's actually will be. I'll do a show next Monday about passing, and um, we'll talk about it a little bit more. But keep your prayers strong for him. Keep your prayers strong for his family. And I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Have a great Monday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.